So hi, so true. Calling the Noise Podcast for Drive Kid. Once again, we're asking some questions today about the new song Lucy. I'm gonna start. So congrats on that, by the way, guys. How do you feel the sponsored so far to the people you've shown it to? Because at the time of recording, it isn't out yet. I'm sorry. Can you say that question again? <laughs> I saw nice. That one coming. Um how do you feel about the response to the single so far to the people you've shown it to since the uh, time recording? Yeah. It is now. Um it, it has it I mean it's been very positive. People are uh people we've shown it to are pretty stoked about it. I feel like production wise it's definitely a step up from the older material. But uh I'm definitely excited for people to I guess hear it. it I, I feel like production wise it's a little more refined and i'm excited to add that to our repertoire it's very mm-hmm. exciting for sure Solid. uh so can you tell me... oh yeah no yeah everyone... I, was, I was gonna ask if either of you guys wanted to comment on that yeah. at all or... um i don't know how we're doing this everything that you said but uh what's it called i uh uh, just from the teaser that we put out like a few days ago, people are already texting me about it. Like, oh my god, oh my god, it's so cool. A few people thought it was out already, but I was like, no, sorry. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's that's the reality of like premiering music that you do yourself, like in 2020. So you know, it's like whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's more excitement than I've seen for any of our stuff before which is interesting because it's just one song and even though I love it like I'm even like kind of more excited about what's coming next so it's like so if this is what's with this and what's going to happen next like you know it's just yeah. following that conclusion it's like this it's it's looking good it's a good it's a good forecast good I think people are going to be kind of confused because I feel like a, we're going to we're going to get a lot of people like this single is going to be the first thing a lot of like yeah, people hear from us for like the first time, like new people, like new people who are like just going to be discovering our band. Yeah. They're going to hear this song, which is like "Enjoy Being Era Sound," and then like <laughs> the next stuff we do is just going to slowly sound like like we have some singles planned for the for LP two, mm-hmm. and the order in which I believe we're releasing them is just going to sound less and less like <laughs> "Enjoy Being." Okay. And the album overall is not is gonna just sound different. So in short, just from the teasers that we've been putting out, people definitely have some sort of idea that something big is coming. You know, <laughs> yeah. something that you know, kind of a you know, a farewell to our latter album. But it's just you know, the sky's the limit yeah. for us. And I think you know, moving forward, it's gonna be something that people are not gonna expect, and I think they're gonna rock with it. We're still gonna play those old songs, though. Okay. So even though we're talking about earlier today, we want to put glass back in the set. Oh yeah, I love that like, song. Which is one of one of the original original songs that Mark and I wrote within like a week of forming the band. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's on yeah. your debut EP, right? That's on Picturesque. Right? Yeah, that's on Picturesque, yeah. and, it was, and it was also um, on the acoustic demo that we put out like four years ago. That. Oh wow. Right. <laughs> yeah. Man. All right. Sick. Uh, so, can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for the single? And you also have a feature on it with uh, Sierra from With Sales Ed. How did that happen? How did that come about? I want, I want to bounce the first part of that question to you because you wrote it like three years ago, right? When, yeah. When did you write it? 
Yeah. So this is, I've been sitting on this for a while. I, you know, just to make the record straight, um, I didn't really have a direction when I wrote this song. I was just kind of sitting in my room one day and I just wanted to write something that, you know, for me, uh, getting something that um, makes people tap their feet and whatnot is the most important thing. It's something that people can bop with and whatnot. But I guess, you know, when I started thinking about it more, um, the, you know, Lucy, I'm sure that's a big question for a lot of people, what that represents. And a lot of people, you know, may think just a person, but to me, um, it represents something more, you know, something that uh, people aspire to be. You know, there's always that one thing that everyone has that, you know, oh, if I reach this point or if I get this thing, then I'll be happy. Hmm. But you'll get to that point and you realize you're still not, totally satisfied yeah. you know so Lucy is you know there's a line in the song that says come to me and make me happy mm-hmm. but that thing you know that you get finally in the end you may be surprised to see that you may be just the same as you were you know yeah. and then, and then there's another thing there's always like another thing that comes after that exactly. like there's always a bigger fish to fry Mm-hmm. Uh, but just to add to that, I think it's funny because in addition to Lucy, there's going to be another song on the record that is also named after a person, and mm-hmm. neither of these songs are about people. <laughs> like right. real, not, neither of them are about like I think like actual real life people. Mm-hmm. So, which I think is kind of funny because we didn't plan it that way. That just Mark, you're making a face. I never thought of it that way. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah we're we're doing that apparently so huh. look out yeah. yeah like with this song um the way you know as far as the music goes not necessarily the lyrics but um one of my biggest influences and i know it was your uh influence and mark too i don't want to lead you out of this but you know we all love blink you know and i really when i wrote it i was going after a blink vibe because you know i just really look up to them uh, they really shaped, you know, my writing process and, you know, uh, especially bass too, you know, it wasn't my first right. instrument, but, um, you know, my friend over here, he showed it to me uh, and I picked it up, you know, less than a day, you know, I kind of got it and I just yeah. really always, you know, aspired and I, I loved um, Mark Hoppus's style and I really wanted to write a song that was bass heavy and kind of emulated a Blink type era, but also give tribute to the enjoy being process. Yes. Even I have actually been in and out of bands for like almost almost a decade now. Yeah. Like eight something like eight nine years. So uh, it was definitely you know in four in four years ago that sounds about right because I was definitely like four three or four years ago was around like the last time that I was like decently into Blank because I think I think that was when like California came out. And I was excited for that record. It was all right. Um, well, yeah, well, you know, I know I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was it was it was fun. It was fun. It was there. Yeah, you know, I I went I I went I went to the, I went I went I saw the tour. It was it was oh. nice. All the people opened up. It was fun. It was it was all right. It was a fun time. Yeah, yeah it's not like you're convincing yourself. You're yeah. trying to convince yourself it was good. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's I guess that's the framework of uh, of the birth of the song. But loose uh, the Sierra Bonando feature, we are obviously very excited for. I don't know who 
was it you who like pitched like we should have like oh yeah yeah um, you... in the beginning i you know i really um wanted to get a female singer in on that because i really want to grow uh that scene i think there's a lot of strong female artists out there and i oh, really yeah. wanted to you know kind of emphasize one specific part of the song where you know she's featured and she just killed it she absolutely 100%. killed it she did so what sails ahead is just such like an immensely immensely good band i so i feel like in, in, ter in terms of like our scene i am like always like i'm, I'm really like astounded by some of the stuff they come up with it's mm -hmm. uh so yeah we're, we we did we def we definitely loving on them a whole lot um and it and sierra was awesome to work with in the studio i would totally down to you know just work with her more in general definitely and i also got to uh act in the music videos they have been doing for um in fear and loathing and you know some other stuff that they have planned that and exciting. it's always it, they're they're like they're like really funny people they're just I don't they know. are i, en they are I enjoy the <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> Uh, I enjoy being around them. That was really funny, Nick. That was unnecessary. <laughs> it was. It wasn't necessary. Uh, so where was your headspace at while you were writing this track? My headspace? Like I said, I really had no direction. It was... Just want to write a banger, man. I mean, that. to put it... In yeah. some term, but you know, it was like two in the morning. You know, oh. ideas are flowing. You know, it's always a great time to, you know, for the creativity to be boosted. So I just wanted to put the, the ink to paper, and you know, here we are. I guess I know it's not as deep as I could go, but that really is truly really how it happened. I just some things worked, and next thing you know, we have a song. Yeah. it's just something Steve had in the chamber for so long, and then he. Brought it, he brought it up to us, and we were like, "Let's do this." <laughs> yeah, and we did. I think I think we added like the pre-chorus was something we wrote as a band, and then obviously Mark came in with those key parts, oh, yeah. which I think really elevated it. But yeah, that's that's pre that's pretty much the whole shebang with Lucy. Oh, very simple. Very so. cool story. <laughs> um, so. Is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while listening to this track? Um, that's a good Ooh. question. I, I didn't think of that, you know, because... Oh, I think Mark has something. Oh, yeah, yeah. go for it. Mark? If I had to put it in one word, it would be just, like, street euphoria. Like, I just want people to mm -hmm. feel listening to this. Like, for me, I love, I love the way that, like, especially, like, the last chorus of this song just comes out and just hits you, and all the vocals are coming different times, and there's the, it just, like, like, a three or four layered guitars, and it's just, like, so much sound, so much, like, late 90s, early 2000s pop punk goodness. It's just, like, it's just a good feeling track, you know, yeah. like, this song, for me, for me, this song sounds like how like a good warm shower feels after you've like been like what like shoveling snow like all morning or something. Mm -hmm. like today, yeah, like today. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I looked outside, outside before this interview. There's no snow on the ground, at least here. So, man, oh, oh lucky you. <laughs> No, I don't think you're. I don't think you're far from where I am. I'm like right next to Asbury Park. 
Yeah, so. I'm right like five minutes from the beach. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm like five blocks from the beach. <laughs> it's getting I think it's gonna be icy as hell tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, no. So definitely not driving. Yeah. <laughs> um so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this single for new listeners in three words. Uh Song drive kid. <laughs> Cheap. I'm gonna go okay. with that. Yeah. No, you can't. Sorry, I can't. You can't piggyback. No, no, no. No piggybacking. Actually, if I had to think, I would say just have fun. Just have really, fun. Really, for me, what it comes down to, because it's just a fun song, you know, mm-hmm. and it's really euphoric as yeah, another. Just chill, man. Good, good, good trips only. Good vibes. Good vibes. Good. Is that like, is there a slash to their good vibe slash trips only? Yeah, sure, we can say that. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, if, I, if I'm if i going to put it in three words, it would be 80s grainy video. <laughs> that makes sense. I get that. I get that. Like, I yeah. feel like you're like, tapes of your uncle playing with Transformers in the 80s over this song. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't okay. know. That's very. No, yeah. I don't even know what I'm talking about. No, but it makes sense. I get no, that. Like, no, you're on something. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Music video? Maybe? I don't know. Um. So, while going through this track, what band or artist influences stick out the most to you guys? Besides Blink. If any. Besides Blink. Besides Blink. I think um, something I'm proud of that I something I'm proud of that I did on this track is that uh when after that solo ends and like the final chorus like starts to ramp up I do like there's like this double harmony that I did in the studio it's like whoa I'm not going to do it now but it's <laughs> the way the way it like rises it's it's something that like uh I've probably taken from you know my influence from bands like the Wonder Years and Enter Shikari and just you know cuz like Melody and harmony has always been like really central to like um, thing, uh, the music that those bands have made, and uh, harmony is something that obviously we hold very uh, you know near and dear to us. So, not a drag kid song without some dope harmonies. Yeah, of course. I would agree, and uh, you know, to the the harmony part, you know, I always uh, you know with this song too, I thought of. Um, or your strongs harmonies, they're really good. Yeah. Um, and even uh, the story so far, or, no, uh, well, the story so far, I, I recently picked them up too. I, I listened to them throughout high school, but I've just really gotten into them. But the last one I wanted to, you know, add was uh, the ones you forgot too. You know, I really like their song. You know, shout out to a local scene, you know, right there. But yeah, th- those were the things that came to mind. If I weren't to, you know, go with the blink option because i mean really there's so many different elements to the song first you know with the bass heavy parts but also the addition of synth and you know so many other aspects that's really what you know kind of ups the ante it's like an onion you know there's so many layers to it it's kind of hard to pinpoint just one to that so it's, it's a bit complicated i guess okay. mark mark you look like you had something yeah, too mark. yeah no th- that's what i was going to kind of say was about the synth thing like um you know, I, I I wanted to have like that kind of like classic '80s sounding synth pad, kind of like a 
you know, any of those 80s new wave bands like uh, Tears for Fears or, uh, you know, um, oh, God, any of those, you know, types. But I just thought that it was something that would add a very specific sound to it. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like that is so... I know you were saying influence besides Blink, but that also is kind of a thing that Blink would do. Like, yeah. like a song like... Um, What's the one that has that? There's a, there's one of, one of their bigger songs has something like that. Is it all That's the small? But like synth? Oh, um, uh, what the Enema of the State album type? There's synth in that. I know that, but yeah. I don't know. Oh, if the, that was what's probably my age again? That's the only one. I yeah, do and what's my age again? Might yeah, no, I think it was what's my age again. One of them has mm-hmm. a really high synth like that. I think that's basically yeah. what I think from, but. Um, I think Wendy Clear off that record has like a like a whole like organ on it or something like that. <laughs> Maybe overall, I mean, you know, there's such a little kind of amount of the synth stuff on this song, and there was so little on Enjoy Being that I I just feel like when the next stuff comes, y'all aren't even going to be ready for, like, how much synth there is. It's just, it's just... It's all synth. Laid in Oh my gosh. Our live shows are definitely going to transform. I think Mark's going to end up playing, like... At least most of our sets, like just like playing keys and singing, <gasps> depending on depending on what kind of set, yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of it. Hell yeah! I... It's exciting. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, fun stuff. So you guys mentioned an LP two. What can you tell us about it? Nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no. Man, we have no idea what is going on. Even we don't know what the songs are. None Our of- doubles are recording it. <laughs> okay. We have some, we have, we have some loopers. It's like a bunch of it's like four Bruce Willis's in a basement, and they're all dressed like us. Uh-huh. They're they're making <laughs> they're making the record. We actually don't know anything. Yeah. I'm very okay. excited to hear it. Um, yeah. Well, to be uh, to be totally honest, there is um, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but at the tail end of Lucy, as it's fading out, mm-hmm. there's like. It sounds it, it there's like uh, another song that's kind of like fading in and it's like scratching in and out. Yeah. That is actually a sneak peek of something from LP2. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Is that the next so, track that's going to be released leading up to LP2? Yes, probably. It, it yeah, probably actually. Okay. But um Better. Yeah, so and, and yeah, but like with Lucy, Lucy also served in term in respect to LP2, it serves this Kind of functional purpose because it's closing the door on the era of like mm-hmm. you know enjoy being in, like our early years and the you know the college years and we spent you know all the energy captured from that era. Lucy is like putting you know the cap- you know an end on it, mm-hmm. and then it also allows you to like look forward to uh, what we want to do yet uh, want want to do next. Um, but then in terms of juicy details, we're probably around, I don't know, what, like, a little, we're probably a little more than halfway with, like, tracking the record at this point. Ooh, that's about right. The process has been very different from Enjoy Being. It's been, it's been, it's been a little slower, but, because uh, Enjoy Being, I feel like we sort of rushed through a little bit. Mm-hmm. We started recording, we put out that record two years ago, we started recording that in January of 2018 and it was out by July. Oh wow. Uh, oh god. And then and then and then in between that time we put out Picturesque which we had recorded 
the previous fall in 2017. Wow. Right. Um, <laughs> so. That was a thing. That was a thing. We just started, we, we recorded Lucy in July and finished it, I think, in July. Oh. And we started recording the album like at, right at the beginning of September. Yeah. And basically, and how we, and like in Joy Being, we kind of did everything super duper organized. We did all the drums first, and then we did all the bass first, and so forth. Yeah. But uh, now it's just kind of, we're taking it song by song. Uh, so, like, obviously we'll start with drums, and then if we have drums for something, we'll start putting guitars and keys and all the stuff we want on it. And we've gotten to the point where I think we only have, like, four more songs that we still need to track drums for yeah. on this record. And, you know, some songs have, like, guitar, but not bass. And then on the other hand, we have, like, probably three songs now that are, like, totally tracked and have vocals on it, and we're starting to, like, you know... Get the get the sounds uh, yeah. that we want out of production-wise, and it's been cool because we're kind of we're kind of seeing like uh, I feel like we have more control over how this record is going to sound, how we want it to come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're you know we're taking our sweet time with it. Mm-hmm. Good, very yeah. excited to hear that. Yeah, no, totally. The, the thing is, though, it's it's weird. the process has been weird because obviously current world events yeah yeah uh i wasn't going at first i wasn't even going at first like when did i start coming to the sessions like we only did we we only did like i think we only did one session without you and then you were like yeah it'll be fine i'll come (laughs) yeah i started going over and you know like just like all masked up in that basement and it was fine it was fine it was it was good we were able to you know do things safely and we were able to do things just fine Mm -hmm. but then more recently, when things started spiking again, I was kind of like, mm. and then yeah. things are sort of yeah, we, getting to winter. Yeah, I kind of sorry, go ahead. A little bit but, of um, a, a bit yeah, of, no, with, with like cases rising recently, uh, we've all been a little bit more, uh, you know, a bit more cautious. We've we, we've slowed down a bit. We haven't done as much in the past couple of weeks. I think I went over to do some guitars, uh, maybe like once, but um. No, we're kind of just, I think, waiting out the wave. It'll probably be a few more weeks. We we probably, I I don't mean, who's to say, you know, when things are going to lighten up. But ultimately, I really don't think it's going to, like, significantly affect our, like, tentative release timeline. I think we want to have the record out by, like, late next year. Mm -hmm. Um, And... You know, if we can, if we start up again and at like the end of January, I don't think it's going to make much of a difference because mm-hmm. we're still going to take our sweet time, you know, producing it and then getting video content together anyway. So, you know, it is what it is. We're just going with the flow. Yeah. Solid. It's <clears throat> good. Yeah. Um, so, for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you guys. Oh, yeah. Sure. Sick. So, if you guys could be an animal for the rest of your life, what animal would you be? I would be like a dog, dog. or a cat or something. But like, what breed of dog? <laughs> like Pomeranian, uh, either, pug, bulldog. Either either a golden retriever mm-hmm. or like a husky or something. Yeah. Because I like, <laughs> I don't know. I love. <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of loud. And annoying and insane, and 
I feel like Huskies in particular and Golden Retrievers generate that similar energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the funny, like one of the funniest things on earth for me is like watching like just a bunch of Huskies just scream like absolute <laughs> bloody murder. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just I love it. <laughs> and also, when you're a house pet, like you don't have to do anything to make people love you. Like everyone is just like exactly everyone loves on you immediately because you know you're adorable. You're a house pet. Exactly. Respect So true. I guess uh, I guess mine would be kind of similar. Um, I would definitely choose a wolf because I just think they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's kind of some, you know, um, uh, what's the word? You know the but it represents something much more than what you know you see really like a wolf can work really well in packs but it can also work well on its own so it's very versatile you know it can kind of adapt to different situations but it always carries on no matter what so i'm definitely choosing a wolf for this one mm-hmm. i would be one of these <laughs> uh, baby yoda <laughs> these right here dancing. yes Re- relevant relevant um, maybe maybe someone from Lucasfilm or something will give us a sponsorship for that. Yay! Be great. Yeah, um, or maybe, or maybe a, a copyright claim, but I hope not. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! Um, you guys can edit this out. No, we're not. <laughs> That's fine. But no, for real, I would be. I would probably. I don't know. Maybe some kind of bird, like an eagle or something, like a condor or a falcon or something cool like that. That'd be really cool. cool. Just because, and also like, uh, you know, I mean, they they like can fend for themselves and they lay eggs and shit. That's like cool, you know. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> Mark like Mark likes to lay eggs. That's his secret hobby. <laughs> nice. Mm. Sure, right. I so I need you to walk with me. Picture this: you're on a desert island. You can bring one movie, person, and book. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Struggle with that. What would they those mean, be? Like one movie, wait, so a movie and a person, or a movie person like an actor? A movie, a person, a movie, and a, a book. Person. Yeah. One of each. Okay. Well, for a person, I would probably bring my girlfriend because she's awesome and she makes me laugh. Awesome. Um, and for <laughs> for a movie, um. I don't know. I will want to bring something like comically terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> just, just like any, just, just, just like the latest movie that like got under forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. Any, any of that will do. And what was it? A book? That was the a last book. one. Yeah. I would. I don't know. I <laughs> feel like such a moron. I feel like I don't read books. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I would. I would. I would bring a. I don't know. I would bring a like a like a Rachel Ray cookbook or something, so I could burn it for warmth. So true. Yeah, that's great. Solid. That's not what I um, say. Hmm. Hard to follow that one up, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I guess I don't. I don't know. I'm kind of weird. I I'm not a huge movie person, but I love TV shows. So I guess when what, I, what box set are you bringing? Box set. <laughs> what, what? Like I, so, I guess for me, I would bring the Trailer Park Boys 
show because I fucking love yeah. that show so much. It's just ridiculous. Imagine being on like that. Just like the thought of you being like stranded on the island fighting for your life, but you have like all like ten seasons of Trailer Park Boys on CPD. I feel like you just arrange them in a circle and you're just like praying. Um, and then I guess for a person, um, I bring my brother just because you know he's always there and we get along well and I think we work well together on a stranded island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun, entertaining time. <laughs> and then uh, book, I would bring uh, the Outsiders because I don't know why that book stuck with me, but I read that I read it in middle school and I vaguely uh, remember that book. Yeah, and honestly, I think it was seventh grade or something, so it was a very long time. Um, but I just love that book so much. Uh, I don't really why, but it just stuck with me. That's fair. Um, okay. So I think that I would... My, my movie... God, I don't even know. I, I would probably... You know what? I would bring the Spongebob Squarepants movie. Okay. Uh, Which one, though? Yeah, I was thinking that. Okay, <laughs> that was my... Uh, <laughs> no, the, the first one. Because it's just like... There's nothing as funny as that. Come on. Exactly. Uh, you got a point. Uh, person, um, I would love to bring my girlfriend, and I most likely would, but I'm very tempted to bring Haley Williams because she's Haley Williams, and also she can sing me sweet songs. Exactly, uh, yeah. My girlfriend can also sing me sweet songs, so I don't know. I, I yeah. mean, I'll, uh, you know what? She'll watch this, and uh, I'll, I'll let her decide. Um, if she wants to go to the island or not. I don't think she would blame you for wanting to bring Haley Williams with you on a desert island to, like, sing you sweet songs. I don't think she'd blame you. Mm-hmm. No, she wouldn't. No, listen, I'm very open about my feelings towards Haley Williams <laughs> with my significant other. <laughs> and then for book, um, I don't know, maybe, like, the inside pamphlet of one of my favorite albums. I don't know. Maybe the inside pamphlet of Gorilla's Demon Days, so I could just read the credits over and over again. I don't know. <laughs> right. I've done that before. That's fair. <laughs> I'm actually going to change my book answer to like, like a takeout menu, so I could like lick pictures of food and pretend I'm eating. <laughs> oh, that's really sad. Desperate <laughs> <laughs> well, times call for desperate measures. <laughs> wait, no, no, no. I know what book I would bring: the Revenge of the Sith novelization. Ooh. <laughs> I've never read it, but I've always wanted to, and it's supposed to be really good and even better than the movie. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Is that hard, though, to be better than the movie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's hard. I don't think it's super hard to be better than a Star Wars prequel, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> that's fair. I don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. That's... That's valid. <laughs> um, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Most people we've spoken to has kind of said it's an important question since we're a music podcast, we kind of talk about music a lot. So if you could listen to one song for the rest of your life, which song would it be? Oh. Oh. Satellite's Man Shikari. <sighs> which one? What song? Ooh, that's a good song. Oh man, uh, Steve, you go. I need a second. <laughs> okay, um, mine's gonna be completely different uh, than the music that we play, mm-hmm. but uh, I-, I would choose I choose "Trucking" by Grateful Dead. 
I love the dead. I'm a huge dead fan. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh wow. Okay, so I don't even. I, I. I. Wow. That was a bad. That was a hard question. <laughs> you asked like Mark like the Da Vinci question. It's like the impossible question. I can't. This is like the. I, I think this is the one question I've never seen Mark answer. And if I've seen him answer it, he's had a different answer every time. That's fair. Yeah. Right? Okay, I'm just gonna say what it would be right now. Mm-hmm. This is the nerdiest thing I'm ever going to say. Right now, it would be One Winged Angel, which is Sephiroth's theme from Final Fantasy VII. The fully mm-hmm. orchestrated version that's like six minutes long and has the epic choirs at the end. It's mm-hmm. just like dissonant strings and cool melodies the whole entire time and a bunch of Latin. Mm-hmm. It would drive me crazy eventually, and I think I would just die. Or Sephiroth would come descend and, you know, impale me like the spoilers, like he does. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, uh, and, you know, and then I would be done with the whole deserted island thing, and I wouldn't really have to... Oh, wait, it's not on a deserted island, never mind. No, this is just in general. Oh, then never mind. Uh... <laughs> Change the whole like... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as Corey said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, stream Lucy when it comes out. We save it on Spotify, please, and please check out Sierra's band with Sales Ahead. Stream in Fear and Loathing. Um, and stream my new e stream font stream. Oh yeah, stream. stream, stream. Stream Mark's EP, stream Fonz, um, don't lick doorknobs, um, and don't be even nice to them. Yeah, be nice, and, and also be nice to people. Yes. I think that's all we got to say. All right. Golden uh, rule, treat others the way you want to be treated. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, well, thank you for seeing all this, guys. This has been Drive Kid and We're the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>